T-Swift is back on the market. Barcelona was just a routine pit stop. And this is zero to F1. There's something loose between my legs, apart from the obvious. Yeah. I'd be proud. I can't look up this time on the dead. Can't keep the car behind. Oh no, he's on my ass. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Zero to F1 podcast, your pit stop on the journey from the starting grid to the thrill of the checkered flag of Formula One racing. I'm Ricky, joined by my friend Ben, not Nick this week. We're not experts or insiders, just passionate fans. Part of our mission is to help Ben and any other newcomers out there to go from zero knowledge of F1 to a full-fledged fan. So seasoned fans or rookie racers, buckle up and ready your engines as we navigate the high-octane world of F1. How's it going, Ben? I'm doing well. How are you doing today, Richard? I'm pretty good, man. Yeah. Where's Nick? Oh, you know how he is. He's he probably got. Sick I really camping. actually don't know what he's doing. I actually have no idea what he's doing either. But I, he's apparently got a very busy week, and he yeah. all I know is he was camping with children, and it was like 40 degrees and raining. So <laughs> and the cold and the rain. The dude yeah, deserves a week to warm like up. Yeah, I guess so. We'll give him. We'll give him a, a break, but. All of our avid Nick listeners can come back next week. Yeah. Yeah, Nick, all your fans are missing you. We just, we we find out that Nick's actually the one to bring in the fans or yeah. vice versa. And everyone He's the one with the week. charisma. Yeah. And then we have to boot him. Yeah. Well, you know, it's okay. We'll fire somebody. <laughs> We're taking applications at zero F1.com. What's the, what's the... <laughs> Ricky at zero F1.com. <laughs> there we go. Which actually yeah. you can, uh, Write us emails if we misquote something, if we get something wrong, which is distinctly possible. Email us at ricky, R-I-C-K-Y, at zero to F1.com. That's Z-E-R-O, number two, F number one, dot com. All right, so did you watch any of the race? Uh, I I admittedly did not watch a lot of it. Uh, <laughs> I was I was visiting family. I do have a reason. Yeah, so that's it was acceptable. Hard to, that's acceptable. I was driving back from lovely Upper North Louisiana. <laughs> you can't post it on your Twitter, man. I don't have Twitters. Yeah, social media. It's well, I should probably start one. Although we have a great Instagram account. We have a great Instagram account. Yeah, dude, started up an Instagram account. Yeah, for anybody who's interested, that's uh, <laughs> at zero to F one, I believe. On the grams, yeah, dude. we'll we'll post some know. stories or reels or I don't know, TikToks. I don't know what the youths are doing. I did watch the highlights. Um, I admittedly still base, you know, very very low fan in the sense of I don't mean that I don't have fandom. I mean that I don't know what I'm watching still. So like even on the highlights, sure. I'm like, the, the, it's a big part the of fuck it, man. Did you I know? just watch? <laughs> you know what I mean? You you know getting into the soap opera, getting into the uh, soap opera. I will that is say I'm starting one. to dislike uh, Verstappen. He just seems too good, and he's sort of annoying with everything he does. Dude, he's a fucking amazing. Machine. He's amazing. He sort of reminds me of Tom Brady back in his prime, where it's just like you can dislike that dude and hate him, but he is just going to beat you somehow every single weekend. Yeah. And- and it just so happens that he's in the best car, yeah. like, by a and, mile. And Tom Brady had the best coach during his time and had the best defense. So, there, he, there I mean, go. like, I, I could make the analogies for days. But, yeah, he 
It doesn't even no. bother him. You know, he, I don't think like he engages in social media stuff very much. I don't think he cares what anybody thinks about him. They were interviewing him about being booed a few races ago. He was in Baku that he was being booed when he was, anytime he was talking or when he was on the podium and he was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, they can go just and, go, go and home and me, have a nice day. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, he doesn't give a shit. Okay. So did you watch any of it live or was it no, all I, I really highlights. was dragging back when it, when it was happening. Well, so, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Not live, but like. I did not rewatch like the race. Like full no, length no, no, anything? No, just the YouTube highlights. Okay. Highlights. That's, so, that's all right. So I have, I have nine minutes of highlights under my belt for this one. <laughs> that's um, all right. I will that say works, they do a good job on those. Highlights. Like they do make it interesting. Like it yeah. tells a story just in that little eight or nine minutes. And they know what they're talking yeah, yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah. I, I guess we're stopping wins again is sort of the seems to be the yeah, the talking point right i guess yeah, i don't know if it really is a talking point i think it's just like oh okay well that yeah. was that was great so how was the rest of it you know what i mean it's like we got to ignore him up front it's almost like who becomes yeah, number two dude. you're like i don't really care who's winning yeah. number. like obviously that's great for him congrats yada yada but yeah it's one of those things it's not that you don't care it's just that it's a foregone conclusion yeah, it's just like that's neat now yeah. who's going to be the person who's coming to you which hamilton right yeah, so it was Verstappen, Hamilton, then Russell. Both of them were Mercedes. Yeah, so that's a whole thing, man. So Mercedes was dominant for, God, you know, the past decade. You know, there was a couple in between in the beginning of their domination that got skipped, so they didn't have, like, a bunch of, uh, you know, all of them weren't in a row, but most of them were. I think there was, like, five in a row that they won. When was this? Recently? Yeah, yeah, they were the last team to be massively dominant. So they were the most recent Red Bull before Red Bull. Yeah, so, like, it's crazy to me that when I got into F1 a few years ago, it was Mercedes. Like, Mercedes was the top team. They were the Darth Vader, the more machine than man. You will beat them. Like, that's who you have to beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now that's Red Bull, which is, I don't know, I think that's pretty cool. So, Lewis Hamilton has had his fair share of podiums. So, the fact that they kind of started falling back pretty heavily and then brought this new upgrade, you know, with the side pods and the front suspension and everything. Yeah, we talked about that last week, I think. Yeah, then they Googled it. Yeah. Oh, like, what, what happened? But... So, this was win number 40 for Verstappen. That's three in a row. And he won by 23 seconds. Like, he crossed the line 23 seconds before Hamilton. Yeah. So one of the things I watched this weekend as well was F1 has a wonderful video that's pinned on their YouTube page for beginners about F1. Like it sort of explains it. Yeah. Now I will say I want to slap whoever the PA is because they cannot say the word grand properly. And I know oh, that no. they intentionally are saying grand prix. Yeah. 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 And it's like, no, stop it. Like I, I first I thought it was a joke. And then but it's it probably a British it. person saying it. Well, no, he wasn't British. Well, I mean, I, I I've know. seen it. I mean, yeah. it might not be a British person, but it, yeah. well, it wasn't like a governor, you know, it wasn't like over the top British. Yeah, yeah. Fish uh, <laughs> chips today, eh? But they were talking about how you can get up to five G's of pressure on your body. Oh, yeah, dude. These guys are athletes. Well, I don't know if our lovely listeners and fans know this, but our friend Ricky is a pilot. And so this I want to ask, like, what is that? Explain that to me. Like, if you're doing that while also maintaining, like, her turning. control yeah, yeah yeah you're probably just going straight i don't mean to belittle your job but well, you know sure. what I mean? no, like, no 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 i absolutely really... am generally going yeah. straight and not pulling any g's yeah so you're not really doing a whole lot but i'm talking about like i used to fly aerobatics though it's insane to me to think about doing that around a curve yeah and having you, to like, like maintain, maintain control yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's not like a, a roller coaster ride where you can just tuck in and like yeah like, you know i mean you do have to do like, that neat yeah yeah 
uh, I think I maxed out at like five and a half G's, I want to say. I think that was it. And and this the yeah. loops were the ones that I would pull most G's. And I didn't get any like crazy advanced maneuvers or anything. Uh, but yeah, five and a half G's. And yeah, I mean, it's you gotta you still gotta pay attention to stuff while you're, you know, trying to stress your muscles. Well, like, how and... is that even possible to like take a turn while or like I don't I mean, be honest it with blows you. my mind. Like I'm I'm thinking like straight down G's, right? That's the kind of yeah, G's yeah. you get in a loop. In a in a in an F one car, you're getting pulled to the side, and I just oh god, that's got to be so yeah. painful. Because I mean, I knew they were going fast, but I, I don't know why I didn't ever equate it to you know. You think of five G, six G, whatever. You think of that as like NASA or it's a lot, and you know, yeah. And it's like that's that's sort of bonkers. Have you seen them train their neck strength? Have you seen any of the videos of that? Yeah, where they're like they're the I, I've seen it before where you have the the weight machine and you're like basically pushing yeah. your jaw up and down and like and yeah. they'll get their trainers they'll put like that leather helmet right on the straps yeah. on their head and they'll get their trainers to just yank on one side and just resist in it oh dude it looks terrible so let's just run through the results let me just run them down real quick Verstappen yeah. first Hamilton and Russell the double uh, podium for Mercedes which we used to see is that a big deal in it yeah that means their car is really good that means uh, yeah, you know yeah. they're it means Mercedes did well with their with their switch and upgrades. I haven't heard anybody like go ape shit over Mercedes yet, but honestly, I mean that's pretty impressive. I thought it was cool. I, double I don't podium. Cheer, I know Nick's a Lewis Hamilton guy, but I I so was impressed when I saw the results. Well, you know, I'm still no. It's good. No, I I think it is. I think people are kind of a little hesitant because they were so dominant for so long, and they've they kind of fell off really hard. And for them to have beaten Ferrari and Aston to this double, of course, Sergio Perez was coming from 15th or whatever. So he had a lot of ground to make up, but, you know, to show that they could hold off Perez and both of the drivers in the same car getting getting on the podium, I mean, yeah, it means their design is going in the right direction now, I think. Okay, so we got the two Mercedes, then fourth Perez, fifth Sainz, sixth Lance Stroll, seventh Fernando Alonso, all the way down in eighth Esteban Ocon, Joe Guan Yu in ninth, Gasly, Leclerc, all the way down in 11th, Yuki, Oscar Piastri, Nick DeVries, Nico Hulkenberg, Alexander Albon, Lando Norris, Kevin Magnuson, Valtteri Bottas, and then pulling up the rear is Logan Sargent. You were uh, you were loving Poor on the American me. boy there. Well, That's the American kid. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. Let's go ahead and check where we stand from last week. Oh, yeah. All right. So Nick had Hamilton, Alonzo Checo. All right, not too bad. So that's one. You got one. Alonzo screwed him up. Uh, yeah, and of course he keeps not including Max on his. Yeah, he just he's, that's sort of stupid. But I went that's... Alonzo Max Checo, so I mean I can't really say I did great. Alonzo you know. Max Checo, and you had Max signs Checo. All right, hey, you you probably had the best technically we pick, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. They were all up there, I guess, but only because I was the one who included Max. Either way, either way, yeah. So, hey, not a bad week for us. Uh, yeah, not, I don't not know. Not our best predictions, but hey. Carlos did okay. So the two Spanish guys, Carlos Sainz and uh, yeah. Fernando Alonso. Oh, man. Did you see the the article on Sainz? Well, not article, but his quote. Uh, no. He was just so so he, he said, I did my absolute best. The The headline's a little, you know, clickbaity, but it says, I did my absolute best, so gutted Sainz since he misses out on the podium. But, I mean, like, he did feel a little, like, he really, really wanted that. And he I think he did do his best though. Like that's you know, he had the he had the two Mercedes in front of him, he had the two Red Bull in front of him, and then the Aston's behind. Like that's I mean, that's about where he should be. 
Yeah, he he's apparently not pleased with Ferrari, says some of the rumor boards. Oh, dude, I believe that a million percent. Signs refuses to back down over strategy calls, and he shouldn't. Uh, Let me tell you, for Ferrari is what wow. the title on that one is. But yeah, they've, I mean, whatever. they've reached the but, end of their rope anyway, dude. Here's the yeah, deal: yeah. I think Ferrari, the two Ferrari drivers, are so pissed off with Ferrari, and they're being really good about. It. I think that they're like toe in the party line, and they always have, and they both of them have been really like, no, you know, we're gonna get this to better as a team, and yada yeah, yada. Yeah, yeah. And they're finally hitting the point where they're like, look fucking stop it <laughs> you know they're, they're they're saying something about it and i don't think ferrari likes that also lando norris so i think lando is pissed at mclaren i think that it is very clear that he's uh he wants out because their car is going backwards and their marketing is going upwards you know he's a good driver right do you know who i'm talking about lando he's that he ended up in 20th yeah, he started in third he's the, he's, the, he's the person who looks like a little bit of a child to me yeah he, he does. i mean I, yeah it doesn't matter i don't need to yeah. These guys aren't coming on this podcast. We're not going to talk yeah. to him. He does look like a kid. That's all right. In his defense, he's like 23 years old. So, I mean, he is a kid. You yeah. Know, like, a lot of he, these guys are young. Well, Max, I think, yeah. is 25. Max just looks like, he legitimately looks like a villain character from like a Bond movie. You know what I mean? Like, he just looks like the guy who'd be like, like they're going to discover know. that he was the first cyborg. So, he might maybe be. that's it. Yeah. It's good on him, whatever. He, yeah. Yeah. So there was a there was an article earlier this week of Zach Brown, the CEO at McLaren. You see him. He's like a big dude, American dude. And he said, like, no, there's no exit clause in Lando's contract. It's like nobody asked you if there was an exit clause yeah. in his contract. Did you see the video of her stopping double taking when Lando finished third in qualifying? Oh, yeah, yeah. He turns around like, oh, hey, yeah, I think they're good buddies. I actually don't think Verstappen can be a friend to anyone. He just seems like he's a <laughs> cold, cold robot. I think he is a cold machine when it comes to racing, and he can also drink. I think he drinks and he races. He's a machine, man. All right, so let's talk about the stuff that happened. Yeah, yeah. So you had that first corner challenge from from Sainz, 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 Sainz. From Sainz. It's like Heinz. Sainz. You remember Sainz? Sainz, yeah, that's Yes. Okay. So let's let's talk about the start. They're lined up front row. Max and Carlos. This is Carlos's chance to like get ahead. Yeah. This is basically like you're not going to have a lot of chances to pass at Max. This is going to be yeah, so one of your only chances. Quickly. Yeah. And so and I think he was on uh, softs and Max is on mediums. Max is playing a long game. The the tires I'm talking about. Yes. Yes. So the soft ones. Do you know the difference between the soft, medium, and hard? Tires. The soft's supposed to give you more of a, like, you're supposed to have more acceleration to them. Is that right or no? Yeah, they, they got more grip. Yeah. So not just more acceleration, but just more performance in general. Like, you can but corner they die better, quicker. but they you're die quicker. Just, yeah, whereas, like, a hard, you know, it's like a toothbrush. If you use a hard toothbrush, you got to swap it out less. Lasts a long time, but <laughs> doesn't quite go as fast. And then... It lets me in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah there you go. Done. <laughs> Simple explanation. All right, so so... Carlos has a softs on and Max has a mediums, I believe, but Carlos had faster tires. So that was his chance. And he goes yeah. forward and he gives a really good push, but Max is just like, no, no, thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, Max uh, just uh, went, you know, yeah, he just sort of done. pushed him around, it looked like. Yeah. So Verstappen's on the inside, yeah. right? Generally, the rule, the rule, and we're going to talk about this later too, uh, is if you are ahead going into, uh, man, I'm going to say the breaking zone. Later on, we're going to talk about the apex. But like, but if you're ahead of the other car going into the breaking zone, then then it's your turn. You know, yeah. you, you have the turn. They have to yield to you, and they have to give you enough racing room. They have to give you a one car width, you know. 
Yeah. He was ahead going into the breaking zone and going into the corner. Yeah. He he Carlos never had a, a wheel ahead of him or never had his yeah. his his front ahead so of him. So he, he didn't have the right to go. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. it's Max's corner the whole way around. So he was able to yeah. dictate how how to get around. So after that, uh in the melee coming out of that, Norris, this is when Norris gets clipped by yeah, he, Hamilton. He yeah, it looked like they were, you know, it was just uh signs was coming over towards Hamilton and Hamilton had to react to signs. So Hamilton was reacting to a thing that Norris, you know, wasn't even aware of. There's so much going on. I I, I don't know. I, I have a hard time blaming him for this, but uh he runs Are into people the back blaming of him? I think a little bit. Interesting. As somebody who's, you know, new to the sport, I was watching yeah. it didn't look you know, there wasn't anything malicious. It's not like he was like, ah, I'm gonna no. go and turn hard into him or something. You know, no. it's just like he just clipped the back of him. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, you're generally he... not supposed to, you're supposed to be able to react quick enough to be able to prevent that kind of thing. But obviously it's the the, the beginning yeah. of the race. Everybody's tight and everybody's reacting. It's it's a, it's a hectic situation. So I don't know. I, I have, yeah, I think that yeah. was That's rough. interesting. I would have never thought somebody was blaming him for that. Yeah. Well, they think that like he didn't, he didn't react I mean, quick I, enough and I, he should have known, but, which, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so he gets damaged, and that's what killed his race. I mean, it just could completely dropped him back. He was he was out of position anyway, and that just that just destroyed it for him. Then Perez started from fifteenth. Did you see like all his overtakes? I mean, I yeah, so I, I saw him, but it's it's another one of those things where it's just as somebody who hasn't been watching the sport long, it almost looks like when you're just passing somebody on the interstate. Like I respect that it's not. Don't give me yeah. Tested. Like I, yeah, I'm yeah. very well aware these cars are going no, very sure. fast, very close, yada yada. But it's almost one of those things where it's like, oh, he passed him, and I so, get like a real fan is like, oh my god, he's now passed like seventy. You know, but in yeah. my head, I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, like I think it's a lot like so. If you think about like football, football, yeah, you can run, you know, regular post passing play hit the receiver wide open, run to the outside. So I don't know, whatever. Just, you know, a regular sure, old passing yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. You get some yardage and it's impressive. Like the thing he did was yeah, impressive, cool. but it's like a pretty standard yards, thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But then there's also like catching a ball in triple coverage, like, you know, yeah. jumping over people. So it's the same thing, I think, with with overtaking. Overtaking on a straight with DRS is kind of like a typical way to overtake. And, you know, you're yeah. just going to stream past them. You know, they're going to show it because it's an overtake. But it's pretty standard. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it's your car's better. That's cool. You know, I like yeah, that you, you know, whatever. Neat. <laughs> Look at the, you go. Yeah. The real overtaking, uh, if you ask me, is corners, right? So that, yeah. that's when you can outfox people and outdrive people. And that's when, you know, you'll see racecraft, they call it. Their racecraft is better. So there's a really good video by Chain Bear. Uh, he, he's got a YouTube channel on overtaking. Yeah, Shout yeah. out Chain Bear. Shout out Chain Bear. I mean, I think everybody who knows Formula One probably has seen uh, at least one of Chain Bear's videos. They're, they're awesome. But the one on overtaking and racing lines explains all this. But basically... Yeah, the real overtaking goes in into the corner. So it depends on like where you position the car before the corner. Then there's a, there's a specific spot that if you if you hit the braking point perfectly, then you know you'll be able to slow the start the car down with just enough time to make the corner. Whereas generally people are kind of fudging it a little bit and and giving a little bit of oh, I'm gonna break before that that point. And you know you get into a game of chicken going into a corner when you're alongside another car. You get into this game of chicken of like you break first, you know, you break first or I'll break first. And you can't go past that, you know, that breaking point so, that's going to send you through so the corner. One thing that I have never genuinely understood about racing. And I mean that every level, NASCAR, IndyCar, F1, whatever. Sure. I, if you're playing chicken, 
just don't give up. Like it's not well, your so car. Well, so here's the deal. There is a you know limit I mean? to the chicken. So there's a the yeah, limit yeah. is the breaking point because if you miss it's like price is right rules. Closest without going over. Because if you go over your breaking point, then you're blasting through track limits on the other side of the turn. You can't slow down fast yeah. enough. So it's not going to help you. But if you can get like the closest you can get to that breaking, that that f- terminal breaking point, I guess you'd call it, you know, the, the better breaker you are. So some guys are better under braking than others. You know, it, it also has to do with, you know, how smooth you can apply, how, how, yeah, it's, 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 it's an art form. Uh, overtaken into into corners, and there's guys that are good at it. Like Daniel Ricardo is super good at it, or used to be. You know, yeah. So he had a bunch yeah. of overtakes on straights, but I think he had a few in the corners, and they they were fine. But he got up yeah. in the fourth. Then, okay, so you need to see Yuki's penalty. Uh, I know they showed it on the highlights, but do you know what I'm talking about when I say that penalty Yuki got? So I was trying to, I, I watched the the highlights of it, and I still genuinely do not even understand what yeah. happened. So yeah, we got to talk about this one. Yeah. Because I genuinely have no idea what he did right again, but tell me, tell me like what you see is going on. It looks to me like they're both sort of just neck and neck. I do understand because I've watched it a few times now, where this guy sort of comes behind you. Who was the guy that got the Yuki pushed? I don't want to just keep saying Zhou, this guy. Yeah, Guan Yu Zhou. He's the Chinese driver. Guan Yu Zhou. Um, got it. Oh boy, wait, a little side side. Uh, so there was a little slip up on the uh, on the broadcast. Did you hear about this? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Did you hear yeah. about okay? So Martin Brundle, yeah. he was an old racer and he's an announcer. And uh during the during the race, he's like, Oh, this couldn't be better. We've got Hulkenberg, we've got uh Joe, and we've got Sonoda, a German, a Chinaman, and a Japanese man. He said Chinaman. Yeah, I can't really say that anymore. And that wasn't yeah, that was not great. Uh yeah, so that was I think everybody 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 got really quiet real quick. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so I so that's what's going on. They're they're playing chicken into the corner. Yeah, and it does look like Sonoda. I'm sorry, it does look like Joe sort of over. I don't like calling calling Yuki Sonoda. I'm gonna call him Yuki because it's just oh, Yuki. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so it does look like that guy has a little bit. Because my understanding is that if you've sort of overtaken even a little bit, you you now have free reign to get into to overtaking them. If that makes yeah. any sense. So like the gentleman's sort of, rule is if you're like we were saying earlier, if you're yeah. ahead at the corner, you know, if you're ahead yeah. going into the corner, then that's your corner and you deserve space. Right. Uh, and it, if you look at the replay at 554 on the YouTube highlights, if yeah. you want to pause it, it does look like, you know, or pardon my Joe. It's like Mr. Joe with Joe, a, with a, yeah. with a je. Yeah. It Joe. looks like Joe has a, I mean, a nose. I'm talking about like, inches yeah over yugi just a little bit and then yuki sort of he flips back towards him and then that makes joe go into i don't know what that's called the penalty area the yellow the whatever yeah off the track yeah and so then he's in that little like off lane which i i don't understand what that is to be honest but like that's that's an escape road basically so that's purpose built if you go off the track limits in that spot you have to take the escape road it like makes you make up time yeah, I I do think that um, I do think it looks like Joe sort of freaks out though. Like you, can yeah, see this... exactly. And that was Yuki's that was Yuki's complaint. Yeah. Yuki after he's so pissed off and he's he looks yeah. just dejected. He's he's upset, and he says that he was uh, faking. That he basically like it, it, he embellished the the movement. Like yeah. oh no, I'm out. It, it it looks like Yuki's just sort of curving as and, you would as he should be around yeah. the curve. And then it sort of does look like Joe just does yeah. a little too much of a wiggle. 
It sort of exactly. looks like when a when a basketball player takes a charge, but he's like, whoa. That is exactly like, it. And that's what Yuki oh was complaining about. So like that's I, that's it. Like I think you get it. Like there's there's I don't think there's any more there because that's the two things that people are arguing about is like, oh well, he was a little ahead, so he demanded space, but also he really sold it. Like he really fell on it hard, you know. He took a dive, I think. Yeah, that's probably a good analogy. He took a dive. So that really screwed Yuki's race. It does look like he tried to show that it's tried to influence the referee's decision. And it uh, looked like yeah. it worked in his defense. That's and that's part of the as as a basketball and a soccer fan, that yeah. is that's part of the game. People complain about flopping all the time. It's like that's just part of it the game. It is part like, of the game. It's unfortunate. Yeah. So that move got Yuki a five second penalty. Okay, so we just watched the Ocon's block on Alonzo, and yeah. there was no penalty for that. They just called that clean racing. Oh, see, that looks way more see? funky to me than right. yeah. That looks way more funky than than Yuki's. So the stewards are pretty, uh, pretty. I, don't, I wouldn't say yeah. biased, but they're just inconsistent, right? They just you know, from one race to the next, and from one corner to the next. It's oh, that gets penalty, this doesn't. So is, is it all the same group of people, or is it different per race? So it's like example being we were in Barcelona last week. Is there a Barcelona referee on site? Yeah, or whatever the stewards you want to call it? for that race. Like I think the stewards change each race, and I, somebody can double check me on that. But I interesting, believe that's so you, true. You don't, yeah, because that would be fascinating. Because I mean, it's the same thing. Like we're in, I can only compare it to sports that I'm a fan of. But you know, you obviously have different refereeing styles in soccer or in basketball, where it's like yeah. you know this one ref's going to call it tight. Yep. And you know, another rest is going to let you shove them. You know? Yeah, I mean, so, I, and I don't know. Like, I know they have briefings with the drivers and stuff. So maybe they know the stewards. Like, they'll know, you know, oh, this guy's a dick. Well, I'm sure they also, referees in other sports, sort of tell them, like, you know, hey, I'm going to call it tight. Or, you yeah. know, and it doesn't necessarily go that way. You know, these are some are things that I pay but, attention to. Yeah. Exactly. And so I'd imagine they also get in there and go, hey, you know, when you're in a, when you're in a curve, when you're in a turn, I'm going to be a little more particular than if you're coming out of the, yeah. the pits i don't know i mean and maybe that maybe that's what it was joe looked like he sort of flopped a little bit whereas the other guy ocon's block that looked yeah that looked worse to me yeah but, he uh, ran I'm, him off track I'm, man <laughs> i'm not a referee so anyway hey. all right so so that was the big thing that happened i think let's see what else oh did you see in practice uh the two mercedes cars hit each other no i didn't i didn't yeah. get practice this week yeah, well, there's, no, no, no. It's just, uh, honestly, most most of the time I just watch the highlights of practice anyway. If practice is on live, it's only because it's like on in the background while I'm cooking breakfast or something like that. And like if something's exciting to yeah. happen, I'll pop my head over, right? But yeah, it's usually just, just the highlights, whatever. It's no big deal. Man, maybe it was in qualifying. It was. It was in qualifying. So yeah, yeah. Did you hear what happened to the Mercedes in qualifying? In qualifying, Lewis was coming up behind Russell. Lewis was starting his lap and Russell had just started a fast lap as well. And there was a bunch of miscommunication problems. Russell didn't get a notification that uh, Lewis was coming up behind him. Lewis tries to pass him on the outside, and George has no clue he's there and just like kind of veers back over into him, clips him, and Lewis has to back out of it. So everybody was kind of uh, pissed at, at George Russell for hitting Lewis and, and kind of turning back in on his own teammate when he had he had no idea he was there. It was you know it's kind of funny if you ask me, but also I think Lewis was being a dickhead. Uh, passing him when they're both going into flying laps, like he was, he would have ruined that first corner. He would have gotten in front of him, put him in dirty air, and ruined George's lap by passing him. Like that's a dick move to begin with. You know, it was it was probably a dick move. I'll give it to you, but at the same time, it's probably it was probably just screw. No, it was miscommunication. Some sangria. Yeah. So I think I think that uh, 
Lewis, Lewis gets gets a little more blame for that than people are giving him, but people love Lewis, so. Oh, and he's still good. Like, he's still an amazing driver, yeah. but I think that, like, uh, because he's British. He's a huge yeah, fan he's base. He's a huge fan base because he's British, yeah. and most of the f- people that watch Formula One are British. And, you know, that's fine. I get it. Like, we like Lo- we have no business liking Logan Sargent. But, like, I'll root for him because he's American, oh, but you know he's going to yeah, lose. Go America. So, oh, I yeah. get it. Yeah, 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 it's no big deal. It's like cheering for us in the World Cup. If we get to the oh, round of 16. Oh, good job, guys. Good job. Nice. Good nice. Job. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, you yeah. come home now. Come on no, home. I totally get that. So we we kind of already did our recurring segment. Uh, we haven't put a name on it, but Gaining Traction, which I think is... Uh, yeah, we're looking for yeah, a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, if anybody wants to sponsor the Gaining Traction we segment. are cheap <laughs> right now, folks. Get in That's on the right. ground. You know, you're going to want to get on the ground floor of this. So um, I was going to talk about Joe and Sonoda and their their incident. We're going to kind of talk about the rules a bit, but I think we kind of already did that. You know, gaining traction this week on overtaking and rules, you know, and penalties. It definitely seems flaky, but as a general fan of the sport, not having a team yet, not having a mm-hmm. racer that I'm really cheering for, I sort of like it because it, it adds that drama of like, oh, yeah, that was Absolutely. sort of fucked up. Why yeah, was why that fucked up? That? Well, let's continue talking about it. He got a five-second penalty for that, which ruined his race. So penalties, there's a few different penalties you can get. Five second or ten second time penalties. Uh, you can get a drive through penalty. You have to go into the pits and drive straight through at, at a limited speed without stopping. So it kind of slows you down just having to go through the pit. Uh, a ten second stop and go penalty, uh, where you have to stop in the pit for ten seconds without anybody touching the car. And you'll see this done a whole, a whole bunch of stop and go where nobody can touch the car. They they serve their penalty, and then they they uh, do the pit stop and they get out of there. Um, so those are the different types of penalties you can get. So this one was just a five second, had to carry it out when uh, when he made the next planned stop. They didn't they didn't you know make him make him stop immediately. It was the next planned stop. So at his pit stop, in his case, I think that was done uh, late enough in the race where there were no more pit stops for him. So it was just added to his time at the end of the race, which you know ruined his race. So that that stinks. Those are the different types of penalties you can get though. Well, there's like, uh, you know, outside of racing penalties. So, for instance, this week, Mercedes had some park. F- Mercedes got hit yeah, with a fine. Yeah, like 10,000 know? pounds or whatever. You know, 10,000 pounds. Absolutely nothing. Which, yeah. Well, euros, not oh, pounds. Oh, no, well, whatever but it is. I assume euros. I have no idea. I just can't imagine they're only charging in the one yeah, lane. Yeah, it's, pr- it's probably euros. England yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so you should watch that chain bear video on overtaking. It really talks about this is I think this is a this is a fundamental thing it of like it. when you're watching two cars go to a corner, you can kind of see what they're doing and what's what they're planning on doing. You can you can kind of tell when the action is coming up, you know what I mean? Like you can see Tom Brady scan the field, you see his eyes yeah. lock on a receiver, you're like, "Oh shit, it's about to go down." You know, you got two cars, you know, one drafting, and the other one pulls out to the inside yeah. and then they start pushing Same each concept. other to the inside. You're like, oh, shit, it's about to go down, you know. So he kind of talks about, you know, setting up an overtake and the different lines you have to take. So I would highly recommend that. So those penalties we were talking about are the penalties for during the race. There's also if you do shit outside of the race, you can get penalties. Uh, like date Taylor Swift? Like date Taylor Swift. Uh, so if a team replaces certain car parts outside of the permitted limits, so uh, they have only a certain amount of engines, only a certain amount of gearboxes. Uh, if you get, uh, if you use extras, then you get grid penalties. So you'll see later on this will happen that guys will, you know, get an extra engine that they weren't allotted or get an extra gearbox, you know. And in order to do that, they have to take maybe a 10-place grid penalty or whatever it is for that part. 
Um, they'll also give people fines. Like you saw Mercedes, we talked about Mercedes got fines. Uh, but so Huge fine. Yeah, so there's things. There's, yeah. If if I can cover a fine in a sport yeah. out of my own checking account. Then Mercedes is okay. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. Uh, then let's just quit calling it a fine. Yeah, that'll be all right. Yeah, so they can they can do some some outside of the race stuff, but inside the race, those those time penalties and and stop and go stuff. That's uh, that's what they got inside the race. So there's the stewards. So we talked about like they're the the referees. They're the stewards. They're in like a little room with a billion screens. They got video. They got telemetry, so they can see like the driver's eye view. They got the actual data. You got to see the room. Like the room is it's like a stock trading room. You know what I mean? It's it's screens everywhere, people everywhere. It's uh, it's it's pretty intense. So they've got all that stuff and they obviously, I'm sure they have to take tests and stuff in the rules. So they, they know the rules, yeah. but you know, just like anything there, they'll be biased. Did you hear any, uh, any, any news, anything, uh, of note uh, that's on your radar for formula one? Of course not. But the only thing I've seen is the whole, the rumors about what's his face dating Taylor Swift, which is clearly not true. Clearly well, not true. Well, those are fine. old rumors, but I think the thing yeah. the thing now, uh, uh, a couple of days ago, Taylor Swift apparently was spotted w- with a different dude than her her boyfriend was. I don't know something like that. But she's 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 not going out with what's his name anymore. So Fernando, yeah. you know, Ooh, buddy, yeah, he's got a chance. Man, Fernando's gonna get cool? it in there. He's gonna if he's he, gonna yeah. slide in. What's up, girl? I mean, I I it would make it more interesting if she had like a song that she put out that was like a burner about F one. You know what I mean? Just like hating people on the track. Uh all right. Anyway, yeah. So it's Taylor Taylor Swift is back on the market. You know, one thing we didn't talk about was uh you know, Alpine is apparently not a great team, right? Supposedly no. not a great car. Both got points. They're great now. So year. like historically, yeah. Renault and Alpine have not. Oh, are they been... good now? Well, yeah, they seem to be. It's just, it oh, seems okay. like, like uh, I thought they, I thought they were supposedly not good. And then I look, and it's like, oh my gosh, they were one of the, one of the teams that both, both people placed. You know? I don't think well, you would pl- put them called, but... traditionally in like the top teams. And you, know, you got your in the modern, modern F one. It's probably you know Mercedes, Ferrari, and Red Bull. And McLaren was up there fighting uh, last couple seasons ago, that kind of thing. But those, those top three are, are kind of the big three. So Alpine, I don't think, yeah, I wouldn't put them in like. Oh, perennial winners. They're not, they're not down there with uh, Williams and Haas at the moment. As far saying. as like being bad, bad. Yeah. Right. Boy, Williams at one time was dominant. They were like the Mercedes of their time when Adrian it's Newey wild. was over there. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Oh wait! Oh god! <laughs> did you see? Uh, did you see George Russell complaining about the sweat in his helmet? No, I didn't. Oh my god! Yeah, that's probably what that probably wasn't on the highlights. It may have been. So lap. Or no, he, he comes on the radio. So, all right, we got a little bit of rain at turn five. He's telling his his race engineer, and they're like, okay, all right. Uh, so they're looking at the radar. They're trying to figure out. They got a, a video of Christian Horner leaning back from the pit wall. You know, he's the Red Bull principal. He's re- leaning back from the pit wall trying to feel if there's rain. And then a couple laps later, he comes back on. He says, um, is anybody else reporting rain? Because I think it might be sweat in my helmet. They're like, yeah. Uh, no, no one else is reporting rain. It's probably sweat. So he's got this interview after the race where he says, yeah, I had a little piece of hair in my helmet that had slipped out of the, yeah, the helmet and was looking forward anytime yeah. he hit the brakes. Yeah. So he's got sweat on the inside of his visor and he's reporting to the team that, that it's, uh, it's raining. Yeah, dude, I thought that was funny. 
they're also they're apparently trying to expand perhaps possibly f1 could be expanding oh they're always expanding dude they're always trying to add more races it's just like football they're trying yeah. to add more games well, and the, and money i money, think the money, players money. yeah the players and the drivers are in the same position like football players and and drivers they're like no no more no more we can't do this they're like our bodies can't take it uh it's too much uh, and I think what about your primary? I mean, it's just take the crime. No, man, it is. It's crazy. Either oh, uh, Hamilton is supposed to be uh, signing this new deal, right? So he was supposed to sign it today. It's it's Monday, I should say. It's not Monday. It's fucking Tuesday. Uh, so it's Tuesday, and Hamilton was supposed to sign his contract yesterday. And there's all those rumors of him going to Ferrari. Uh, and he's like, oh, no, we're going to meet on Monday. We're going to get a thing done. And, oh, well, maybe to- I'm looking at a thing right now. It says Hamilton, new Mercedes F1 deal could be signed tomorrow. Like, oh, I thought it was Monday. You know, they're all saying like, oh, no, there's nothing going on. There's no problems. We're just ironing out the details where like all the rumors like, no, oh, uh, Lewis doesn't want him to be in a in a team that he's not going to win anymore. You know, he wants to get something in before he retires. But I think after this weekend with Mercedes pulling up, you know, a double podium, I think that uh, maybe that'll help his his chances of staying at Mercedes. The other thing that's um, this will be the last one to throw in there though is that uh, there's some some jarring between people from IndyCar calling F1 a joke. Uh, what? Yeah. So who said that? Uh, Will Power, and that is a real person's name. That's not <laughs> yeah, just. That's just a. So he said that uh, the competition, in his defense, before fans jumped on his throat, he said the competition is a joke. So you know, talking about how he feels sorry who for drivers who are unable to battle for victories. I, I took it to mean that, you know, without all the cars being the exact same, it's sort of... Yeah. And, and I do get what he's saying. I, so it's a totally different competition. Like, I... Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, that's a very... I feel like that's a very uniquely American way to look at that. And, and not just American way. That's a uniquely American driver way because that's the perspective of the drivers. Like, oh, well, I'm a better driver. I should win. And that's what I tell people. It's like, well, it's not necessarily really a, a driving competition. It is. It ends up with a driving competition component, but it's an engineering competition. This is a competition between Adrian Newey and all the guys who want to design a car better than Adrian Newey. And then they give it to some race car drivers and hope they don't crash it. You know what I mean? There's so much work done in engineering and designing these cars that the driver has nothing to do with it, which is determines, I would say, like 80% of of the you know the the result yep and so here's you know as americans i understand what this guy is saying and i i yeah. will say i sort of agree with it to an extent now here's the quote real quick i'll read it to you it's from willpower quote formula one's a joke as far as competition but not as far as drivers they have amazing drivers and i feel sorry for them that they don't get to experience the satisfaction we do with our racing because that is the top level of open wheel motorsport yeah i think different. formula one would be so much better if they had a formula like any car i love the technology and the manufacturing side of it i think that's awesome but from a spectator watching man how cool would it be if everyone had a red bull i get what he's saying spectator yeah, yeah but that's indycar yeah. like he's describing yeah, indycar exactly. you know what i mean like yeah, they have that it's called indycar yeah you know exactly. if you want to watch if you want to watch a thing where it's just the drivers competing in each other with each other well then that's indycar you know what i mean yeah. but like, that's not what Formula One is. Yeah, know? Formula One seems to be much more, and honestly, it makes sense why Indy is so much more popular, or, well, not anymore, but why that was the American version, if you will, for years yeah. and years and years. You know, it's yeah, just I get much it. more like you can follow a driver and be like, I like him, I hope he wins. Yeah. And but, I hope, I, I mean, like, I get that too. I, I get that idea of like, oh, I want to see a competition between the drivers. Yeah. That's like, it's a great idea. And I think that like IndyCar is probably pretty good, you know? I've just never watched it, but also- 
I also like the engineering aspect of Formula One. I think that like is really that's I, a thing that I I don't know. I love that shit. In a past life, I was an engineer. I don't really care about that, but I find the team aspect fascinating, which is part of the engineers, right? Yeah. Like they're part of the team trying to build it. And Absolutely. I, I find it fascinating that there's also the side of it that's like, let's say you're cheering for a Williams. It's like, you know, you're not winning. You, you absolutely, but oh, like, yeah. what are you watching to gain for? Um, so what's your goal? Exactly. And do they, do they get fasted? And like, and when they it's do, like, oh man, 10th place can be cool. You know, that's yeah, points, like, buddy. Ooh. What we got a point. Like, yeah, if you're getting up, that's a big deal. Ever, that's a huge deal. Whereas like if for stopping or something only got one point, you'd be like, what in the ever loving F is going on? But that's the only drama I saw this week. When George Russell was racing for Williams, he, he came from Williams. When he was racing for Williams, the first time he scored points, he cried on camera. It was intense, and I don't blame him at all. Like he worked his ass off and put the Williams in the point in the points, and you know he earned it. And like it was such a huge deal. And you know if Lewis Hamilton would have gotten tenth in a Mercedes, it would have been a bad situation. But it's just different, uh, different courses for different horses, right? Yeah, baby. Uh, I just want to say thanks to the listeners, of course. And yeah, Ricky, where can they find us and get involved? Uh, so you can email us actually first at uh, Ricky at zero to F one dot com. That's R I C K Y at Z E R O number two F number one dot com. I'm starting to get that down. And then uh, we have Instagram. That's zero to F one. Uh, just search that and it should come up. I hope it does. We have some major followers, folks. Major We're followers on the, all the major podcast directories. So if you know if you use Google Podcasts, if you use Apple Podcasts, if you use Spotify, available on all of them. I'm excited to talk about Montreal. See what's happening next week. Uh, next week, Nick will be back. Hopefully, oh, yes. we'll get for all get the his ladies. ass away from his double bookings. All of all the, the our lady listeners can come back for Nick's sultry voice. All right. Well, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. We'll preview Montreal and we'll talk more about some stuff that Ben doesn't know. Yeah, uh, it's basically everything. All right. So there's something loose between my legs. Apart from the obvious. Yeah. I'd be proud. Kiki, hey, hey, I can't look after this line on the dead. I can't keep the car behind. Oh no, he's on my eyes.